Blast off. <gasps> you said blast off. Just gonna put my phone in airplane mode here. <laughs> airplane mode. So that I don't have it ring in the middle of the Remind me that I got I've got to call Mike. Okay. At the end of the Hey podcast. Mike, he's gonna call you after the podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, also, I was what? just listening apparently to uh, Francesca by Weezer. Oh, that's because I'm sitting song. here on my Spotify right now. Ooh, Francesca, I need you. Great song. Great no song. No matter what you do. You know what's been so funny about our uh, podcast recently is we used to have it where um, the show would have the video running and then we'd hit record. But our latest thing now has been we hit record and the audio at the same time. And so I'll usually start the show at that moment. So now when the logo plays on the video, it, it doesn't even have time to dissolve into the show. No. It literally just goes from, it's like the logo, and then we're live. We go. <laughs> and I kind of like it because it's kind of like it just it just pops up on you. Like the theme song, and then we're going. We're in. We're in, baby. Yeah. And I like it. It's, okay. got a lot of, it's got a lot of energy behind it now. No more of this like... Well, now we're going to start the show. It's, it's this like, used to be a friendly yeah, show. show. No, now, now it's, it's aggressive. In your face. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to add a lot more distortion to in the opening. In your face environmentalism. In your face environmentalism. Yeah. You know it. You know we're into that. You know we love it. We want to force you to do it oh right. Oh, my God. <laughs> just Bio-friendly, you forcing you to be better. You ruined butthead. the day that you listen to this show because yeah. we are in your dreams. We're in your nightmares. It's true. Once yeah. you listen to it once, it's like it is a horror film. It is. It you is. listen to the show once, and then it stays in your heart forever. It stays in your heart, in your brain, in your brain, in, in your, your mind, loins. in your thoughts, in your loins. Definitely your loins. <laughs> Definitely your loins. One hundred percent. It's a loin show. Yes, it is. You know, we are we are in a nice, chipper, fun, happy mood, even though it is an yet another. The rains and the gloom are still here, but maybe that's why we're feeling a little. little. When the Smithsonian mm-hmm. uh, looks back on this, on this gonna era, be, they're going to be able to to use our podcast to determine the weather. Patterns. The weather. They are. They yeah. are. Are. Absolutely. Because They're going to refer to this as the rainy era the rainy of era. the Biofriendly Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Absolutely. Yeah. They'll go, what was the weather like on March 27th? 9th? 8th? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what day is it? I don't know. Uh, we have no idea. No, my and my phone's on airplane mode. So 29th. it's hopeless. It's the 29th. 29th. Almost done with March and it's almost April. Oh, you guys. Ooh. How's everybody feeling today? How's everybody we feeling? That tune. You know the tune. You know the tune. It's a great tune. It's a great tune. We got, we got coffee. You got water. I got water in my orange, my lucky, you do. My you, lucky your orange. lucky orange uh, flask. My thermo flask. Thermo flask, yep. And what do you got, Ronnie? I got coffee. For those of you who, don't, who aren't good. aware, mm-hmm. Veronica got over a cold at the end of last week, beginning yeah. of this week. So yeah. she, she actually wasn't here on Monday. We That's had, right. On Monday. We had to right. we had to survive without Veronica, mm-hmm. which was not easy. It was not. It was, it was not. a it was a difficult day for so Jacob much and I. crying. Yeah, so much crying, so mm-hmm. lost. Uh huh. So <laughs> lost. But you talk. Get close to the microphone so they can. Oh yes, I'm drinking coffee. Okay, out so of my Yeti. I just wanted them to hear that her her voice is on the mend. It's on the mend. You sound it, a lot better she now. She didn't sleep well last night. No. So we had to give her a double espresso today. We made yeah, a fun, yeah. a fun didn't, didn't we? A fun coffee. A yeah. fun coffee. Yeah. yeah. Double. Yeah, it's a double. You double got a double. Espresso. We, yeah, we made her a double vanilla latte. Yeah. So by the end of the show, she's gonna be like, stop and smell the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stop and smell them. Smell them. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it. But everybody's feeling good? Yeah. Lovely. I'm like, you know, I'm living the dream. Yeah, good. Yeah. You guys tell it's true when I go high. Yeah. (laughs) 
You know, you know, that would be like an interrogation trick. Like yeah. if a cop had you interrogated and yeah. you went high, yeah. you're like, hey, he's telling the truth. Yeah. Let him go. Did you rob the bank? No, no, no. I didn't rob the bank. Really. No, no. So if you go, yeah, I did. I robbed it. They're going to be like, ah, he's lying. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying. We got the wrong guy. Don't get <laughs> got the wrong guy. Got the wrong guy. He did yeah. not rob the bank. Do you prefer avocados? No. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. He, he does not. He does not prefer avocados. We can tell. Although I will admit, mm? I will admit, another thing that Veronica has done to me, of, of many without, things. without my permission, uh-huh. Veronica is always doing things without my permission. Uh-huh. Of course. <laughs> Yes. In the what? Oh, that sounded inappropriate. In the appropriate. That wasn't intended she's, to be inappropriate. She's, she's teaching and introducing you things against I'm, your will. I am so sorry. No, wait. Yes. No. I am so sorry. Am I just you. burying myself <laughs> deeper into this? To the audience, to the world. <laughs> Jeez. Wow, this guy. I'm straightening my tie over here. Ooh. Am I fired? Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like I have yeah. to go back to those harassment classes or something. <laughs> so oh, avocados. God. I'm so sorry. Avocados. Veronica has has been a wonderful addition to the office she and has. has shown us many new things. So many. In a very wonderful, clean way. I, oh, Jesus. Sorry, 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 sorry. I can't. I can't. I can't why I can't? Why can't? You know what? Once it starts. Terrible. Once it starts. What you, I do? Once you get down that, like you fall down that hill. I know. It doesn't matter what you say. I know. Everything sounds like that. I know. And then you're like, well, God, well, now I can't now climb I can't back say up anything. the hill. We're going to try. We're gonna, hey, everybody. <clears throat> Noel, you were saying about avocados? Yes. <laughs> Avocados. Yes. You love them? I love avocados. <laughs> <laughs> no. So. Veronica has, has, is a proponent of the Cobb salad. Yes, yes. She, she loves, loves Cobb salads. Yes. So we, we will often, I, for whatever reason, we seem to like each other on and off the podcast. Mm-hmm, so we often mm-hmm. hang out at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of laughs. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to, to eat food. So Veronica is a big Cobb salad aficionado. Yes, she is a, uh, com- she makes the magazine Cobb Salad Aficionado <laughs> yes. Weekly. Yes, she does. She's on, been on the cover yeah. six Times. Six times. That's a record. World record. Yeah. Seven. Oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I forgot about the upcoming April edition. Yeah. The know, Easter edition for Cobb Salad yeah. Magazine. Veronica, it doesn't count until it releases. Yeah. yeah. Right? Come it's on, until April at six, and then seven. And then it's seven. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but she's an aficionado, uh-huh. either way. So she would order those, you know, particularly at Lovebirds, which is our closest kind of spot. Yeah. yeah. And I don't always, always be like cops. I don't know about cops salad. I don't like the blue cheese, and I and I and I don't and prefer. Avocados. I don't prefer avocado. Yeah. And Ronnie's like, no, you don't. But take the blue cheese off. I don't like blue cheese either. Why would yeah. you have blue? What kind of monster? It's a weird cheese. Puts a blue cheese in their cop salad. Right. And they're like, okay. And she's like, you don't even have to have the blue cheese dressing. You have any dressing you want. Just tell them what you want. Yeah. So I took out the blue cheese. I left in the avocado, mm-hmm. and then I put in like an Italian dressing on that mm-hmm. bad boy. And, and I'm kind of a I'm a kind of a Cobb salad addict. I'm not an aficionado, right? But I'm definitely an addict. And I gotta say, the the the, the avocado when blended with that combination of salad ingredients is pretty banging. It's pretty banging. I am yeah, a fan. Squeezy. I'm a fan. One of the perks of living. With it's, Veronica? Yeah, with Veronica. <laughs> yeah, living in Southern California yeah. is the easy access to avocados. They're just plentiful around yeah, here. You can yeah. get lots of avocados. And so 
We have tons in our house, and with my new diet and eating plan, like yeah. I really rely upon avocados. I probably have them like twice a day. It's also a big salad town. Yeah, it big is. Salad it's, town. It's, it is. LA is like a place salad where you've, town. Like, everybody has to be on a diet in order to make it in the city. I know, right? So there's a lot of salads around. You yeah. can get a salad anywhere. In salad LA. city. Yeah. Yeah. Salad city for sure. Yeah. Well, welcome to the Avocado Club. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll send you the newsletter. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, that's good. I get. I, I would say that I probably don't always prefer it. Sure. All the time, but sure. but uh, I'm, I'm finding instances. Yeah. Where it's it's warming its way into my heart, much yeah. like Veronica. Yeah. I I really like avocado toast. Have you ever done it? The yeah. avocado toast. It's great. It, I love is it. Is it really good? It's one of my favorite things. It feels I, like, lo- I love it. It's like the avocado percentage is going to be real high on that. Though. It's very high on yeah. that. You really got to love avocado. So it might not be for you. I don't prefer okay. <laughs> avocado. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> don't prefer them, and he's made that clear. Yeah. All but right, let's get me there. Let's, let's get me there. Okay, okay. Let's just I will, keep. We'll work the cob salad. We'll find something else. We'll yeah. just, we'll just we'll get me there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about avocados. No, oh, no wow, well, what a good segue. What a good segue. <laughs> no, actually, we aren't. I we have a funny story for how we're getting to where we're going today on the subject. So Noel on Monday sends me an article, and I was like, oh, that's really really cool. And as I'm reading the article, um, the article title, um, by the way, was. Gravity batteries in abandoned mines could power the whole planet, scientists say. That was the article. Yeah, and I read the article. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is this is uh, this is a pretty good interesting thing. This is something we should talk about. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a good, it's good yeah. fascinating. So I sent it to Jacob, like, hey, you know, this yeah. might be it might be something. And and I, as 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 your co-host and friend, said, Yeah, that is cool. Wow, that's amazing. And then I got to the office, I opened up the article, I started reading, and I was like, gravity battery, gravity. We did a show on gravity batteries, and it all came back, but it had been two years. I don't remember <laughs> anything that happened from yesterday backwards. I know. I get it. I get it. And I, it was one of those things that the only reading the repetitious line of gravity battery, I remember making gravity the low. Yeah, battery, gravity battery. battery. Say it three times fast. Gravity, 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 That's it. That's it. Gravity battery. Um, I remember making a picture for the cover. That's why it all came back. I was like, I did something about gravity, and it had a picture of a cow or something like that on the cover. And I was like, okay, that's what it is. Do you know how often somebody will say to me, oh, it's like the time on the podcast when you said blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, what? Yeah. And we should (laughs) just. You said, and you were talking about this, and I'm like, huh. Huh. What did I say? Our indication. And I'm like, I have no recollection whatsoever of saying any of those things. And if they really they are... They sound like me, though, usually. Yeah, they always yeah. sound like you, yeah. and they are you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they not only sound like you, they are you. Mm-hmm. But we have been doing this show so long, and if you've been with us this long, you know that we can't even remember the dadgum tags. They no. should, that should be clue number one, that we really don't know what's going on at, yeah. until it, it's, like, right in front of our face. Yeah. And there's, then it's over. There's a technique that, that uh, when you do improv and when mm-hmm. you do comedy mm-hmm. that you learn that you develop that yes. you like it's a skill you learn it's a yeah. part of your brain you access that is very much um like the, it's like your random access memory right for right. in a computer right and you can just pick at anything yes you can grab any piece of data and then and then it like it and spit it back out cuts into circuits and it finds what it needs to get and you can just roll out with something and it usually is a lot more funny because it's a lot more free yeah and it usually is a lot like you can, you can work with with lots of different random pieces of data and make them make sense more easily when you're kind of in that frame of mind. Like that's mm-hmm. the whole point of of doing improv, right? 
And some people who may have listened to the show before might know that that's where Jake, Jacob and I have history in comedy mm-hmm. and in improv. Yeah. Um, when we do the show, that's where... That's what we're that, using. That part of the brain is turned is switched on. We're we're doing science, but we're improving. Right. Right. So I don't. So I, the doubt. The upside to that is you can get top quality content. Top quality content. <laughs> right on on a, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. The downside to that is everything. It does. It is not in the the deep memory banks. Yeah. It absolutely. It does not sit there. It can't. Like no. there's no room for it. So. No. Like it come, and the same thing happens in improv shows. So people say, "That was funny." We said, "Blah blah." And you're like, and you're like "I don't oh, remember ha, that. I don't yeah. remember that." Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh, you yeah. don't. It gets, it's it like it doesn't store. As you're saying this right now, I'm realizing that growing up, people would always who weren't in acting and improv, they would go, "I just don't know how you memorize all those lines." You know, you're in a play, and they go, "I don't know how you memorize all those lines." And I realize now it's because we're not accessing the same part of the brain, like you just said, that that you do when you're studying. So like if you're studying for a test, you're supposed to hold on to that information forever, or at least until the test. But if you're doing a play or learning lines, you know that it's a short-term time that you got to hold on to this information. So it's like we could read text, hold on to it, and then when the play's over you don't remember those lines for the rest of your life. You just yeah. remember them for the run of the show and then you, it's over. You have to erase the whiteboard because more yeah. data is coming. More data is coming. And yeah. so I think that when we do this, you're just constantly like you speak and you erase, erase the, the whiteboard immediately yeah. and you just move, 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 move. And so when the show's over, I'm like, I don't really know what we talked about, but it's recorded. Yeah, it's about a thirty. It's about a thirty-minute whiteboard. It's a thirty-minute whiteboard. Yeah, we are finding Dory yeah, up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> So anyway, so, so anyways, we we, de- we already did the damn episode. I well, sent him a thing, and he's like, "We already we did, did the damn." Yeah, now there was there was <laughs> there was one thing that that this was, and and we touched on it before, which is this idea of gravity ba- batteries. But what this is opening up in the new story is they're looking at decommi- decommissioned mines, right? And so the original story was saying this is a really great tech, and we have a couple places where the gravity can go down as far down as the height of the Eiffel Tower. Right. And then they had, it was in Edinburgh, Scotland. And then they had another one that they were like, and then we have this other one that goes for 1.2 miles or something that goes underground. And that would be really beneficial. So this is a way of using the gravity, charging things by using gravity, because there's a lot of mines around the world, lots of holes dug into the ground that are no longer in use. Yeah. And so if you were to use that as a place to use that gravity tech, something that drops, and as it drops, it's charging. Because like we talked about, if something's moving, it's creating energy. Since there was bronze, iron, and tin, Mm -hmm. right, which people have been using for flipping ever. For a long time. They have been digging holes to get it. Yes. Right? And then you dig the hole to get it, and then once you can't find anymore, you leave the hole. Yeah. You don't fill the hole. No. You just leave the hole and then you find somewhere else to dig. Yeah, this planet is Swiss cheese, man. There's holes everywhere. There have been holes dug for the last 2,000 years. Yeah. For, you know, all over the planet for this kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you could, like, there are plenty of abandoned mines. There are plenty of new abandoned mines. Yeah. Like, there there are so many out there. And basically, all you're looking for is a hole. And just to remind everybody, because if you're like me, you don't remember that we even did this show. Or you could be a new listener. We have a few of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the idea uh, of the gravity battery is essentially just you, you, f- you get a really heavy object right. of some kind. You can fill up a, like a massive bucket with sand or water or just lead or whatever. You make a massively heavy object. Yeah. And then you, ha- you lift it, basically, up into the top of where this hole is going to be. Mm-hmm. All right? And you use electricity to do that. Okay. So 
while you so when you have electricity, you use it to lift this weight up. When you don't have electricity, you release the weight and you let it fall down. Mm -hmm. And as it's falling, it pulls a turbine and then the turbine spins and it creates electricity and then that electricity is put back into the grid. Yeah. And that's how like that's people think of batteries as a Duracell battery, it's a little thing. You put, look, this right. is totally this is totally yeah. different. This is this is storing potential energy literally by just pulling something heavy with gravity. Yeah. That's literally all it is. So uh, if you have a windmill, right, and that windmill is producing a ton of energy when it's windy, but no energy at all when it isn't windy, yes. well, that might not be convenient for when we need power, right? Exactly. Like if there's a massive windstorm and everybody's asleep, then you're not using that electricity, but you still want the electricity. Right. So what do you do with it? Well, Jacob and I do not want us to put like cover all of the deserts with battery farms. That's no. not what we think is an acceptable idea. Right. So we go, we dig in deep on what other options are there to store energy, and this is, in our estimation, a really, really good one, really a, really, good a really clever idea, a really clever yeah. way to do it. So you take that excess wind energy or the excess solar energy that you're getting during the daytime that you can't use, can't use. Yeah. And instead of putting it in a lithium battery that's you have to mine and you have to put somewhere and you have to hold on to, you you put it in a, a mine that already exists exactly. in, a, in a battery that's that's you know you, you just use that electricity, pull that heavy weight all the way back up. Yep. And, and then the you storage. just do that all over the planet. You keep pulling up these heavy weights through these mines all over the place. And then you need power and you and then you've got the gravity it's, mines. It's nighttime or the wind's not blowing or whatever. Drop the weight. You yep. drop the weight. It pulls the turbine, gets electricity. And you can draw the power. Yep, that's it. It's pretty cool. So this was a this. Was, so it was still worthy of looking back on it. But you, what you did, you segued me perfectly. Did I? You segued me perfectly because I was like, well, we've touched on it. You know, there's a small development, but it it did get me interested in this idea because I right away I saw this thing that said. Um, groundbreaking motionless wind turbine is 50% more efficient than regular turbines. Well, let's hear so about that. E exactly. So what I was, what Noel just said was, well, when the wind isn't blowing, when the sun isn't shining, what are you supposed to do? And this gravity battery thing was a good solution for that. And so this, this news is literally like only a couple weeks old. This is a, a, a company that has developed this new idea and, there's a reason why when you look around and you see where are the wind farms and the, the, the wind, you know, those giant fans, they're on rolling hills. They're in fields and mm. they're putting them in the sea. You don't see them on top of buildings. You don't see giant fans just sticking out on the top of buildings everywhere. And that's because, one, they're noisy. Two, they're dangerous because they're, like, going to chop up. Things flying around in the air all the Didn't time. Did we so talk like, about something like this? Before? Yeah, we did. We, we did. Talked like the, we the, talked about the buildings, right? That we had, talked about. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. We talked about. We talked about. I do remember yes, an episode. Yes, we've talked about everything from decommissioned um, uh, wind farm blades that they were like they don't know what to do with them because they're massive. We've talked about different various technologies on roofs, but this is the first time we've ever talked about this idea of a windless turbine. And so I dug into it a little bit deeper, and basically, this is something you're going to know a lot about. Because is when it I was, windless or motionless? Uh, motionless. Sorry, okay. not windless. Man, motionless. I, okay. I'm, I am so confused. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Um, I said I said windless, but I meant motionless. So airfoils is the technology that is the wings on a plane, right? And so they are curved in a very specific way in order to lift the plane 
and to do things very specifically, right? You know the this. The Wright brothers crashed a lot of vehicles yes. and made a lot of mistakes trying to figure out exactly how you're going to curve it so yes. you get more yes. wind going underneath than on top. Yes, and so th- there's a huge science and study that was made around the wings of an airplane and why it's curved that way. And then when you look at a giant wind farm blade, it's curved in a very specific way because it needs to be the most efficient way that air is lifting and pushing down on this thing to make it turn. And that's the same technology that li- helps lift it up into the sky is that it's, it's the more pressure is going on the up and then it's keeping it stable by doing it like this. So it's very, very cool. So the wind tails on the back of a race car, totally different, right? The, the mm-hmm. stuff that's on the back of a race car is meant to be pushing down so that the thing could be as aerodynamic as possible. But the wind passes in such a way it stabilizes yeah, as it's passing over the car. It's the opposite of an airplane. It's the opposite. The idea is instead of having it push you up, it is, it is pushing you down. That's, that's how those F1 you know, cars can go. Look, it's pretty cool what they do with the F1 cars yeah. because they've actually got them so well-tuned and so yeah. fast that they actually have to make rules to slow them down with the, with the tires yeah. and with the way they build the engine. Like yeah, they're actually so had good to, at it. had to make it because they could probably... They could probably get those things going 400 miles an hour. Yeah, probably. Like they, like they, they really, they, they don't. Can go, they can go fast. They go, they go about you know 200. Right. Which is still insane. Mm-hmm. But that's how good they've gotten at, at aerodynamics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, those th- those cars are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This was actually one of those episodes. I, I usually get really interested in any, anything that we do on the show because that's why I choose it as a topic. I think it's interesting. But I had never really looked at the science or technology behind wind. But on this one, I found myself like watching a YouTube video on like how <laughs> wind would go over the blades and all that stuff. And so whoever created this company kind of applied this, and I thought it was really clever. So I'm going to read just basically real quick. It says, commercial property owners can fulfill the rising demand for on-site renewable energy thanks to a revolutionary bladeless wind energy solution that can be integrated with current solar energy systems and building electrical systems. Cool. So this can be something that's put on the roof of a building or a house. So the company is called Aeromine Technologies. I'm not, I'm not supported or, you know, we're not sponsored or branded by them. It was just they happen to be one of the only ones doing this right now. Although we should be, guys. Yeah, right? Give so us Aeromine, your money. Give us Jeez. your money and let's do it. Come on. Come on. Aeromine Technologies patented motionless wind harvesting system. It generates up to 50% more energy at the same time, at the same cost as rooftop solar PV. So this is how it works. Okay. The technology uses aerodynamics similar to race car airfoils to capture and amplify each building's airflow. The stationary, silent, and durable airmine unit generate electricity around the clock in any weather while taking up only 10% of roof space required. Airmine systems are made up of 20 to 40 units installed on the edge of a building in the direction of the predominant wind. The combination of Airmine's wind solution and rooftop solar, designed to work seamlessly with a building's existing electrical system, can generate up to 100% of a building's on-site energy needs while minimizing the need for energy storage. Isn't that pretty cool? Yeah. Yeah, this game is a game changer. Well, this is them talking about it. So this is them saying, so I can't say that this is actually a game changer. Okay. You're quoting someone. I'm quoting somebody. Quote. So I'm going to do it in their voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. This, is, this is going forward. I would like us to please okay, so I'm gonna give this be guy, respectful of the people we're quoting and okay. say, quote, and then imitate their voice. Okay. That's okay. the most respectful way to, to handle this. This guy's name is David Asser now. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure that this name? 
Ass or now? Ass later, please. Ass, ass or now? Or now? Ass. It could be a sarno. Okay, I'll go with our sarno, but I like ass or now. Okay, ass or now it okay, is. Okay, so this is how. So talk like an ass or yeah, now. Okay, talk. okay, ready? <laughs> this is why they don't sponsor the show. Yeah, this is why your mind's <laughs> never going to reach out. Ready? 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 Yeah, ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. This is a game changer. <laughs> Adding new value to the fast-growing rooftop power generation market. Helping corporations meet their resilience and sustainable goals with an untapped distributed renewable energy source. Said Aeromine CEO David Asernow. <laughs> what is he? Let's say that a veteran CEO. of the CEO. Oh, oh, so it's a, a veteran of the climate technology industry. Yeah, that's the crap we all say. Yeah, right? That's, that's, just a, that's a made-up title yeah. I've ever heard I'm one. also a veteran of the climate yeah, 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 technology yeah, yeah, yeah. industry. You are a veteran yeah. of the a climate technology industry. Aeromine's proprietary technology. Oh, this is more of him talking. Sorry, sorry. Do the voice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which I won't retain it even more. That's like perfect. we talked about in last right. week's episode. Aeromine's proprietary t- Proprietary technology brings the performance of wind energy to the on-site generation market, mitigating legacy constraints posed by spinning wind turbines and less efficient solar panels. Oh, my God. They got to work on their quote team. Yeah. That's come yeah. on, Aster. Now here's a no. Look, you sound smart, you, which I'm is sure good, and I'm sure that it was nice to to. And to by go the way, this, and, this is all in friendly jest. Don't sue us. Go yeah, on. Yeah, don't sue us. No, I think that David. How, David, David, you said a better one. You said Asar- David Asarno. Asarno. David Asarno. I think that Mr. Asarno is probably a cool dude. Yes. Yeah, I think fun. that they've got a really cool technology, and I think we're just playing. We're poking fun, having we're a little fun. fun. We're but having I a do, laugh. I do think that that if you. Yeah, I, I, I get the idea that we're going to try to fit in with, with the tech nerds yeah. in the way that you frame your quote. I'm blaming yeah. their PR department, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I'm not definitely. blaming him. Doesn't have a good PR department. But I think that actually you, you, uh, you probably want to want to speak in a little, little closer to layman's terms yeah, if you're yeah, the CEO. Yeah, I agree. Because if, if your title was chief technology officer, if your yeah. title was chief scientist, if your title was you know, chief Eubangi, then, yeah. then I would say... Go for it, but I feel like CEO. You're supposed to. Uh, you're supposed to make it for the masses. No? Agreed. Got to make Anyways. it for the masses. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And so, so here's a little bit more of the things that it gets rid of, and then we can talk a little bit about like where this technology could be applied. But it says, okay, a motionless wind generator harnesses wind power by eliminating traditional wind turbine blades. We know that already. It says when the wind flows past the wings, a low pressure area is created between them. Mm. A specially shaped tower between the airfoils feeds the suction created by this low pressure past a small turbine located at the unit's base, generating electricity as it spins. So basically it creates like almost like a vent and the wind goes through it and it pushes it down. And so that's why you don't need this giant blade that's all noisy. It's just passing through. You know, it's like if you were to see... Um, it was blowing wind, and you were to pass like between something that was really close together. If you were on the other side of that, you would feel like the gust of wind coming through that tight corridor a little bit more compressed, right? Because it has to like feed through. So they've just figured out a way. This compressed technology is the word. Yeah, yeah compressed. Right, it's compressed. Yeah, yeah. So this is the technology, and so here's some of the some of the advantages that they talked about: uh, noise pollution reduction. Traditional wind turbines are known for their noise pollution. You know, it's a, a true fact. We don't hear them a lot in L.A. because they're way out in the middle of Joshua well, Tree. nobody does. They put yeah. them out in the middle of nowhere. They put them yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so this motionless, motionless wind turbine eliminates this problem system. Probably kills less eagles, too. 
Yeah, probably get way less eagles. Yeah. Eagles are like, I'm not going into that cheese grater yeah. on top of that roof. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, wildlife protection. Traditional wind turbines can be dangerous to birds and other wildlife due to their spinning blades, the motionless wind. I, see, this Help I, against that? Again, man. What? I, you got to... If you want to win this battle, you gotta you gotta use the right. Tell me words. Tell me the words. You don't say birds. Yeah, because say. windows kill birds. Yeah, that's true. Everything that's true. kills that's birds. That's true. We talked about that before on the show. Everything kills birds. Yeah. You don't say birds. Yeah. You yeah. say condors. <laughs> you make it. You, you say go eagles. eagles. You call out the species. You say hawks. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. say falcons. Yeah, endangered hawks. You talk about the types of species that it's yeah. actually killing. That's so true. It's not killing a freaking hummingbird. Right. It's not killing a pigeon. Right. Right. That's not the Nothing problem. Nothing kills pigeons. That's not the problem. They breed yeah. like mad. You can kill a billion of them and they'll have a billion more. Yeah, they're like yeah. ants. Yeah, yeah. They're not it's, going anywhere. They're, they're, nothing can stop the pigeon. But eagles don't lay as many eggs. Uh-huh. If you kill a big bird, a large bird, it is very difficult to make that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. So if you want to sell your... I'm sorry, I'm going on a soapbox. But if you oh, want to sell to the him. value of your technology as compared yeah. to something else, yeah. be specific. Yeah. It kills less eagles. It kills less eagles. <laughs> the eagle death is way down from these. Yeah, I agree with you. It's so true because birds is such a general thing. And we, you know, not that we don't have any feeling for birds, but birds fly into your windshield. They fly into, you know what I mean? It's like that That happens. You They run into your, you'll be in your house and they just run into your window and then they, they die. And so it's like there's a lot of birds in the world, especially pigeons. The reason nobody cares that they've killed a thousand flies on the drive up to Sacramento mm-hmm. is because they know know that that's nowhere near all of the flies that are in existence. Yes, yes. And so if you just say birds in general, you're like, we got more. I'm just, I don't mean to pick on these guys. Uh, do you know why I'm picking on them? Pick on Because I actually like the product. Yeah, I like the idea. I think idea. it's a cool idea. I, I like the idea. I think it's a very and cool idea. And I think idea. if you want people to embrace the idea, then you got to yeah. got to sell it properly. Yeah. Have you ever heard that internet, um, it's kind of a joke thing, but it's it's becoming like the flat earth where you go, I don't know where the joke ends and the belief begins, but there was this thing called birds aren't real. Which is this whole idea that pigeons aren't real at all, that they're not real animals, that they're just robots. You know, in my in my deepest, darkest, uh-huh. uh, I'm, I'm drunk and hanging out with Clayton uh-huh. moments yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, sometimes when you're just having sure. a laugh and, and you yeah, and you just get, yeah. you just fall down what is a preposterous rabbit hole rabbit hole mm-hmm. that you know isn't true, but yeah. it's kind of it's but, funny. But, but for a minute, you, yeah. a minute you might fool yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that with like insects. Yeah, with insects. Yes, yes. Where you're like, like, what if mosquitoes <laughs> are like controlled by the government? Yeah, right, like, and they're, they're capturing taking your, your blood, DNA right. so that they can clone you and like control your mind. <laughs> What if spiders are, like, there to yeah. spy on you, and that's yeah. how they always get in your house? That's how they're there. They know. They're watching you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So this yeah. is what happens. Like, they're, little, like they're, they're robots. This is what happens with the internet is somebody spreads that as, like, a, somebody hangs out with their buddy. Yeah. They come up with that, and they write, mosquitoes are gathering your DNA for the government, and mm-hmm. spiders are spies. And then yes. somebody creates a forum, and then all of a sudden you go, 
Wait, we're, are Wait, we? Are we? Is this we're, real? Are we, we're do we, joking. Do we right? think this? Every, everybody's yeah. just joking? And then too many, it becomes thousands, and then it becomes hundreds of thousands, and then it becomes a thing where somebody goes online and they go, "Did you read online that mosquitoes actually aren't real? They're just gathering your DNA." For <laughs> they're the just government. gathering your DNA, and you're like, "Where did you hear that? I made that up." And they're like, "No, yeah. it's all over no, the man. internet. It's there's scientists. <laughs> you're scientists. There are scientists. There are specialists. There are many of us." Yeah. Yeah. There, there are flat earthers all around the globe. Yes, that's my favorite quote ever. That somebody there are said flat there earthers all around, all the, around globe. the globe. Yeah, yeah. There, there are. There's also murderers all around the globe. <laughs> no, right. there's, there's, there's everything all around the globe. That's so, hilarious. Somebody wrote in response to a. It was a. It was a guy who was dispelling flat earth uh, belief, and the and the flat earth society wrote in response. There are millions of us all around the globe, and he was like, "I'd read back what you just wrote." <laughs> 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 he just basically called out the fact that it was a round globe. Yeah. So anyway. Well, it's a disc. Yeah, it's a disc. He should have said all around the disc. All around the disc. Just been, laying, yeah. sunbathing on the disc. Yeah, I'm a flat earther, no. I believe. Oh, I, of course, I believe of course. We're on a, we're on a disc. It's a glo- the globe is it's the royal globe. It's the royal globe. <laughs> It's the Royal Globe. Spe- speaking yeah. of rant, oh, go ahead. Go, you say your thought. I'm sorry. I'm on tangent city. Over I just here. while we're while we're on this topic, yes. just in case people are going down the rabbit hole yourself, I find it unlikely that spiders are spying on us when they can just look at you through your phone. Yeah, yeah they got it covered. They got you covered on they your Samsung it. TV, so don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. They got you. Your, they're, your, they're your iPhone's it. giving them all the data they need. They don't, don't need the bugs. You don't need. The, they don't need the spiders. Are real. And pigeons are real. <laughs> pigeons, pigeons are real. Birds are real. Birds and are real. I actually, even though I'm not entirely sure what their ecological value is. Mosquitoes are also real. Yeah, I, th- I right. kind of think they're population control for humans. I yeah. think that's our natural predator. Yeah, probably. Because they spread disease so well. Because boy, oh boy, do I get a lot of mosquitoes in my house in the summer, which I didn't used to, but now we do. Yeah. But yeah, and so I agree with you. Birds are real. Pigeons are real. But it's just a funny, funny thing. Yeah. But I was going to say is my one other tangent thing about Earth. I thought this was kind of fascinating. And then I promise we'll wrap it up. Um Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about, he said, did you know that if the earth was shrunk down the size of a pool ball, it would be that smooth to our touch? Could I, could I shrink down with it though? Because if yes. I, because if I'm my size, I'm more I'll suffocate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? Exactly. Okay. You'd suffocate. Yeah, I, you so I shrink you with shrink it. it. You can shrink with it. Okay. But he's just saying, if you were a giant and yeah. somebody was to shrink the earth down to the size of a pool ball, yeah. it would feel to your touch as smooth as a pool ball, because he's like the mountains, the ocean, all the terrain, it, you wouldn't feel it at all at that scale. And everybody who heard that was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it would just feel the difference in height of the terrain of it's the earth. It's so small compared to the, so, the size of the earth. Yes. And yeah. so if you shrunk it down to that small, you would pick up the earth and it would feel as smooth as a pool ball. And I was like, that's the only mind blowing. The only thing is, is you would feel the liquid. That would be crazy. Yeah. Cause you yeah. would still have gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Gravity would still so be there. So it would feel like a, a wet giant, ball. It would be like a, like a wet, that's, a wet ball. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? So you'd feel it. You'd be like, Oh, there's some water on here, but your hands would just like slide across it like this. And you just be like, huh, cool. That's wild. I know. I just thought that was a cool thing. It just came when we were talking about holes in the wells, and we were talking about flat Earth and all that. I just thought it was a fascinating. Thing. Well, and it's also I get, we talk about this a lot in the show is people have no concept of just how big Earth is. Yeah, compared it's to huge, us, right? Huge. Like you look at a mountain, you go like, "That's a big bloody mountain." Yeah, it's and, a big a mountain. Earth a mountain. You just Aussied. Uh, yeah, you Aussied on us. I did. It's, it did. is, and, and you're like, "Oh my, that's just massive, right?" Yeah. But then you think about it as compared to the surface of the Earth, right? And it's smooth. Yeah, that's. It's wild That's how big wild. it is. That's wild. That means that the Himalayas 
Everest, do you cannot feel them under your fingertips if you were to pick up the earth. You if could it was, not. It was the, if it you was, were large enough that the earth was the size of a, of a pool wall. Yeah. 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 Kind of wow. amazing. By the way, I just realized that I think you should read David As. Sarno, yeah, as an Aussie, and let's see if he sounds any better. He probably is. These guys let's are all let's just is turn, he an Aussie. Let's just, I don't know. He he, I don't know if he is, but I think it'll change our feelings about what they're up to. If Does he's he have Australian. another quote? Does he have a new quote? Oh, uh, look on the back. See if there's anything else that says like he says. Sarno. Creating a better way to harvest the power of wind. Yeah, he would. He would sound better as an Aussie. See, I'm immediately. <laughs> I'm what it is. already. I'm already sold. Aeromines proprietary technology brings the performance and wind energy. Uh, to the on-site generation market, mitigating legacy constraints posed by spinning wind turbines and less <laughs> efficient solar panels. Yeah, no, he's all right. <laughs> See, it's all how you read it. I read Asternow like a like kind of a kind, a of, a, kind of a son. Yeah, I read him like kind of a like a creep, kind of like a. a he's s- not a creep. Yeah. He's a kick saucy. Yeah, exactly. Like he's a, bringing get ready to bleep. He's bringing big. Energy. Yeah, yeah right. The, you got it. You got it. Write the, that down. To the B-D-E. environmental field. BDE. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah, so he is. And so I want to say that as a compliment to Mr. David Asarno. Uh, we were just teasing with your name. It was written in print and I had never read it before, but the name that you, the way that you spell it is. A S A R N O W. I so feel, could very well have been. A, I feel a little bad Sarno. for all the ripping that we 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 did a little bit of ribbing of of, of this company and the CEO, yeah, and I think I, that was a little unfair because yeah. it we're is just, a, it is a cool technology, and yeah. and had we known that he was an Aussie from the start, from the start, we never would have. right. <laughs> exactly. No, changes even, everything. Whatever he, what, whatever, wherever you're from, it's a it's yeah. a cool thing. You're, you know, it seemed like a, like a, seemed like like a, decent, a guy. decent guy, right? Decent yeah. guy. I, mean, I don't know. Who I don't knows? know. It doesn't even say where they're from, he to be honest. He might be a jerk, actually. Yeah, we, have yeah. no, we have actually no idea. <laughs> David, give us a call. Call now. Call and now. And let us know. He's going to come on this show and be like, what's up what's with you? Up? Why? Okay. What did I do to you? And then we're going to go, we're going to go, David, all you need to know is listen to every episode where we never take things seriously as we teach. And that's the fun that's thing. That's right. why we're the best show in the world. In the world. We're the best show in the world. The- So uh, we started on gravity batteries and we ended on windless, not windless, motionless. (laughs) Yeah, it needs wind. I really, really, we need wind. It's like, it's a windless uh, (laughs) wind technology. No, no, no. It's motionless, motionless. So you could put these bad boys on, um, maybe we could put them on the front of our cars. Sure. (laughs) Why I mean, isn't if there's want, already if, wind blowing inside the grill of my car? Why can't we be capturing energy when I'm driving forward? Okay, so <laughs> I, I did it just to antagonize you. I did it just to antagonize okay. you. I know that it's okay. not enough energy. It was okay. totally We're just fine. to be silly. We're fine. I'm just <laughs> losing my mind. Over. We're fine. <laughs> it's fine. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, but hey, this, you know what? Why not? What, why not? What the heck? Well, you know what? Power. It Let's captures, put one in my hat. Yeah, put one everywhere. Yeah. Put just <laughs> capture energy. Well, the the people who listen to the show who are interested in in STEM and science and renewables and all that. This is there's a lot of exciting ways to take what we have with solar, wind, gravity, um, hydro, hydro. There's a lot of cool ways to capture energy because. 
earth is energy. Humans are energy. Everything is just constantly like making and creating energy. So there's got to be a million other applications out there that are not obtrusive, you know, not in our, not in our day-to-day life that you could be capturing energy. And I'm excited to see who's developing what out there. The, the thing about this is that it is, it's very, it is very solvable. And you can see that the amount of interest and energy going into solving it is pretty massive. High. There is so much money right now being poured into exactly this. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is another chance to remind the people who are scared that you're all going to die in a firestorm mm-hmm. of heat, that you're not going to die in a firestorm of heat. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're just not going to be burning that much stuff even 20 years from now, you know, 30 and 40 years from now, it's just, it's going to keep going down and down and down until eventually we're not, that's yeah. not the problem anymore. Yeah. There will yeah. be another problem. And trust me, I, I promise you, your grandchildren are going to drive you insane. Yes. With, with wor- the thing that they've discovered that you're, that you did wrong. Yeah. That you're no longer allowed to do. Yeah. You're going to grow older and there's going to be a whole new generation of, right. of youngins that are yelling at you for something that you had no idea about. Right. And that's just the way and of the world. They're supposed to. And you know what? You are definitely, we are definitely doing something else wrong mm-hmm. that we're not even thinking about that we think is totally fine. Mm-hmm. It's how it works. The longer that we go, the more we learn and the mm-hmm. more we find out. And then we try to get better. Yeah. And this is in my, another chance to try to preach some patience, which is tough mm-hmm. to younger folks who are looking at the world and like, uh, like what, the, what the hell, man. Mm-hmm. But you do have to be a little patient with, with the boomers who came before you. Yeah. Because you have to they, be patient with they all. just grew up in a different, yeah. they grew up in a different world. And it's a true. different time. And when they were kids, they were fighting things that you would like, God, you would, you wouldn't even want to, you wouldn't even want to look at how bad it was. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's, it's just, things get better over time. And it's always frustrating to young people who are fresh and have fresh eyes and are looking at things from a fresher perspective and see an opportunity to do better. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the point of being young. Yeah. So yeah. be glad about that. But yeah. I just try not to scream at everybody because nobody wanted to be bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. somebody wanted to be. I'm so, sure there's a couple people. There's a couple bad ones. Who wanted to be bad. But, but it's most well, it's people well don't said. want to be bad. The sentiment is there. The yeah. sentiment is there. And, and you know, I was about to say before you said something that was so thoughtful, I was about to say we become hard of hearing for a reason. You know, but, but the joke being, the joke behind our vision and our hearing kind of failing as we get older is it's a metaphor for... We just don't see the world and hear the world the same as a young person does. We've given all we had um, to our life and our time, and our focus has gotten a lot smaller. And really, when we're older, we're going to be like, hey, as long as my kids and grandkids are doing okay, I'm okay. And so the world just seems like you can take it all on when you're young. You feel like you could fight every battle. Um, And I think the older you get, you go, I fought a lot. Fought a lot of battles. I fought a lot of battles. And, and I, I don't have it in me anymore to, to, to take on every little squabble that comes my way. I just don't have it in me anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be patient with the olders and the youngers. Yeah. And that yeah. doesn't mean give up and that doesn't mean stop. That exactly. doesn't mean you're wrong. Exactly. It doesn't mean that, that you can't go out and use all that energy you have. Use it. Use it, baby. The, all the, the, the power and excitement you have for change. You absolutely should. Go get it, but just take that moment to understand the perspective of the people who came before you. Cheers to that. Cheers to that.
Patience. Patience is a virtue. <laughs> ASMR. Um, that's the show, you guys. So thank you again for watching the Buy Friendly Podcast. We love you. We can't do the show without you. Things are growing. Things are changing. This show is getting out there and being heard by more and more people every day. And we can't do it without you. So make sure you're We're blowing sharing. Up. We're blowing up, baby. So share these clips. Uh, you know, there's always something on Biofriendly Planet that we share, which is a usually a minute, minute and a half digestible clip that shows some of the humor, some of the education aspects. So make sure you're sharing those and liking them, commenting, letting people know. It really helps us grow so that people can be like, hey, what are these two clowns talking about? Yeah. They sound like they know what they're talking about and we do for half an hour at a time yeah and then we forget everything whiteboards erased yeah whiteboards erased but we can't do without you so make sure you're telling everybody about the show we need your support and and help and uh check us out everywhere and follow us on all the socials you can find us everywhere if you're running into somebody like if you've got somebody in your life who just is does not get it, doesn't want to get it, has no interest in it, and is and is ripping yeah. you to pieces for everything you're saying about the environment, this is where you're supposed to send them. Yeah, yeah, this is the place. This is where you're supposed to send them because yeah. we won't be mean to them. Yeah. And we'll, 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 work them, we'll work them along and try to explain it in, yes. in, a, in a kinder, softer way so they understand. So send Absolutely. them here. Send them to us. We'll handle it. We'll take it from here, you guys. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said... We are your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Creating top quality content since 1923. You did it. Science without the stiffness. Green without the groaning. Inspiring fear and love. I got almost all of them. They are all in my brain for once. I think there's one more, but it was the new one. It's something about butts. Of course it is. Of course it is. This is a show about... Oh. oh. This is a show about p- tranquility. About p- patience. Oh, my God. I just yeah. said it a second you, you ago. You said it, yeah. This is, that's it. That's this it. is a show about patience. This is a show about patience. But that's it. That's it. We, that is the fastest and easiest we hey, got through we the Hey, we got some. Yeah, I was going to say, we are only in the spring, and we got through almost all of them right there. So, see, they start to seep in. Yeah. They start to seep in. It just takes a minute. Yeah. It takes a minute. And a, a double shot espresso, Veronica says before we leave. Stop and smell the flowers. Yay! She did have the double espresso. She field, did. Right? She's, she awake. did. Just, oh, she's awake. She's back. She's baby. back, baby. Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.